Today's daf we're going to learn is daf nun aleph. Okay, and yesterday we began the mission of the Perak. I'm just going to do a quick hazar on it. So it's a mission that's worth learning well because I said this pattern, <coughs> pardon me, you'll see um, comes up a lot in chas, meaning these groups of one. So it was shlosha sha'at, look at chaimelazamen, this bit of hazar on the Mishnah, that three people that eat together, they are obligated to do a zimun. We'll explain the mission's going, the Gemara is actually going to analyze that first statement, but for the sake of hazar, we said, achal damay or maser rishon, damay, we said, is food that was purchased from an amaretz, or someone who had maser rishon, shindit la trumata, the trumat mais, the trumat mais has been removed. We said the chirush there was even if it was what's called maktim b'shibolim. Then we also said maser shini v'hektish v'niftu, if someone ate uh, bread that was made from Asashin or Hektesh, they've been redeemed, but redeemed, but Chomish hasn't been added. We're just doing Chazar on the Mishnah for those that are destroyed. But Shamash Achal Kazait, Nishamash Ari Kazait, you might think he's not considered part of the Kviyot, and nonetheless, he can still Matsarif and Akuti, Mazamnin Aleyhem. Also, Akuti as well, we said that was according to, the, according to this opinion of the Mishnah, that was when they, well, the, the, they thought they would still have the Din of Israel. However, we said as well, at the end of yesterday's Mishnah, we said, Abal Achal Tevel, if someone violated a isu, so he ate tevel, which is untithed or uh, produced, that he referring to again, was he wasn't makdim b'shibulim, the lady took his, his maserishon straight uh, from the creed, from the pile, prior to truma gadol being separated, that weren't redeemed, we say properly, I mean, you only had a lesson, because I found we said that was referring to a Gershamal Belotaval, that was a Mishvila yesterday. Okay, let's continue now. Now, I'm going to do a few screen shares today because there's lots of what, what, the, what it's very, it's a really interesting Gemara because what the Gemara does here, you'll see it throughout the whole stuff we learned together, it keeps on lining up various machlokas. Um, but in any event, what the Mishnah first tries to do, or the Gemara should say, is it looks at a steer between this Mishnah and Mishnah we're going to be learned later, later, later on. So what does it mean when it says, They have to do a zimun, they have to eat together. It says, not here, but the later Mishnah, it says, that they're not allowed to um, divide. Whereas here, So let me do the screen share so you can see what we're doing today. Okay, give me a minute. Um, that's it. So if you have a look here in my, uh, one second, let's move this around so I can see it. Okay. Um, if you have a look here, we've got two different Mishnah. One further further on, it says, three people that happen to be eating together. It doesn't say, like our Mishnah. It says, so the understanding is, if they happen to finish the meal at the same time and they want to bench, then they cannot split up. However, if one person happened to eat, finish eating before the other two, it sounds like he can bench. He doesn't have to wait for them. That's what the, that's what the later Mishnah sounds like it's saying. However, our Mishnah says, if the they're obligated to do a zimun together. Implying what? Implying that even if, if one finishes before his friends, he has to wait for them. He has to do a zimun. He can't bench on his own early. Okay, that's the steer, that's what it seems to be the Kashra the Gemara. Our Mishnah says that once you have a Chiyu of Zimun, you have to do a Zimun, you cannot bench early on your own. Whereas the other Mishnah, the other Mishnah seems to suggest, when it says, Enoshim Lechalek, seems to suggest it's only if you finish at the same time and it's time for benching, you have to bench together. However, one person, if they, if they finish right before these friends, he can bench from his own and disappear and get out of there, even though it means they won't be able to do a Zimun. 
Okay, that's what the Gemara seems to say. Seems to suggest is a stira. Says So Shmuel um, says. So Shmuel can can He says it makes a difference. One is talking about the beginning. One is talking about the end. Now, what does that mean? So therefore, Tre Amorayin or two Amorayin that try to explain this machloki. What does it mean? So one understanding is, if it's not nudat le'echol, if it is, this is on this side of the page, here, if it's not nudat le'echol, that's what it means, betchila, meaning when they came and sat together, they said, let's have lunch together. Now, since they've kabu suda together, at the field of, in the field of suda, meaning betchila, that's where you've got a chala chiyuv zimun on them, and therefore they cannot split up no matter what. If one person finishes early, they have to, nonetheless, he has to ensure that they make a zimun together. What's besof, according to this first understanding? Besof just happens to be that what? Achlu kezayit besof. They happen to have eaten a kezayit together at the same time. And therefore, if a guy, one of them finishes early, in other words, since merosh, there wasn't a sense of kviyot together one another, there's no chiyot to do a zimun. It just happens to be that if they happen to finish at the same time, since they had a kezayit together, they're not allowed to split up. But if a guy finishes much earlier, he can he can bench and get out of it. Okay. The Kharana Amar says no. He says, Amru, Achlu If they happen to, in other words, Trila means even if they had a kazai together. In other words, despite the fact they didn't Merosh say we're going to have a meal together. If they happen to be sitting like if you like in a Hedarochel and they have a kazai at the same time together, nonetheless, we say already that's Khalachiyuv. They have to do a zimun together. One person can't disappear. So what's besof then? Besof, it just happens to be that what? Gamro achilatam zel besof. Gamro achilatam zel besof. I'll read Reb Chaim. says, Aval manitim lahalam. Ba'ashmu'inam dafilu lo achla kazayit echad. Meaning they didn't have a kazayit together. Ela shegamru se'udak echad. This is part of Chirush. Meaning they didn't eat a kazayit together bichlal. They just happened to reach the end of the meal together. Um, for example, they were having, uh, I think, Targima, they were having like dessert, or they have to happen to finish dessert at the same time. Um, we say, um, then still, Ein Rash Im So even if the second reading is even more Chamor, that they didn't have that Kazayat of Lech and Bechlal together. They just happened to finish meeting at the same time, still, they're not allowed to Lechalek. They're not allowed to divide from one another. It's only if one happens to finish and get out and finish his meal before, that's when he can get out, get out of the picture. All right, so that's how that's that's the two ways of understanding this to the Mishnah. If we have a look at the chart. One, uh, the later Mishnah says, Inoshim Lechalek, there's two ways to understand it. Either, so we'll go the other way. In other words, when is a Chiyuv Zimun like it says in our Mishnah? Let's do it that way. That we said is Betchila. Either it's because the first way of reading it is they had a Kviyut together, they decide we're going to eat together. Or the second way of saying that the Chiyuv is Chal, even if they just happen to eat together. And when is there not a Chiyuv, but they're still not allowed to Rashim Lechalek? That's if they happen to finish the meal at the same time. And according to the first way of understanding it, they happen to have a kezayit together. According to the second understanding, even if they didn't eat a kezayit together at the same time, since they finished the meal together, ein rishayim lechalek, they cannot divide up one another. Okay? That's the, that's the two ways of understanding this first part of this um, first part of the Next case. Um, I'll leave the screen share up because we've got a few more charts, even though it's not relevant the whole time. Okay, Rav Abbashem Rav Yechuna. Says Revisitor says in the Shema Abba Beri Bar Yirmiya, Shlosha Chova Shnaim Reshut. Three people that sit together. So we've got Huna here, but I think some Barashim say have Huna. 
meaning this is the next chart's relevant, sorry, it says if three people sit together, if the chiyuv to the zimun, what happens if two people sit together? Can they make a zimun or not? So the understanding is, according to the first understanding, Rafuna says that what you can, there is a, it's a reshut, you can make a zimun together. It's a reshut. However, Raviyasa, uh, uh, sorry, like Amar Ebzira Kamei Raviyasa, sorry, Ravasa Amarli, my mistake, it says, Ravasa said before them that Ravasa said, Ani, Amarli, Ani, Ain Lanu, Ain Li Ela Mishnah. All I have is a lashon of the Mishnah. And this is important. You'll see why this is important to say it like this. Meaning, I'm a dike on the lashon of the Mishnah. If the Mishnah means three, it means three only. Meaning, so, meaning, if two people come together, Mishnah didn't mention two, so therefore, not even a reshut, you don't do a zimun. Okay, so that's a machlok on our chart, if you like, Rav Huna and Rav Yasa, can two people do a zimun or not? In other words, it seems to be in the Mishnah when it says three is a chova, we can still be mashma, what we can case, case in the case of two, two is a reshut. Rav Yasa says three is the davka in the Shalosh. Okay? Now we say, what, what the Gemara now does is it aligns a very different machloket with this machloket and says it's a machloket between Bnei Eretz Yisrael and Bnei Babel. Your benefit, you can see on the chart, Rav Huna is from Babel and Rav Yasa is from Eretz Yisrael. And now we're going to be lining up with another machloket of Shnaim Shedanu, meaning two Dayanim that come and do a din. Now normally we say you need a baked in of three. So again, the, 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 the Mishnah says three. Once again, the same machloka, is that the davka? Or also maybe two seems to be like a reshut type of situation. So if you have a look, Shmuel is grouped with the Rabbani Babel. He says, Shmuel Amar, Shnaim Shedanu, if two do a din, dinam din. You know what? It worked. It's like parallel, paralleling our case of two, they can do a zimon if they like. Din ela nikra because why are they considered chatzuf? Because they went against a takana chachamim, but chachamim said the daily should use three. Rav Yochan and Rav Shimon Melakish, that's considered bnei Eretz, the Rabbanu Eretz Israel. Tarvehu and Amrin, they both say afilu shnayim, even two shadanu ain dinahem din, it would not work bichlal. So in other words, you can see an alignment between the Rabbanu Babel and the Rabbanu Eretz Israel. Rabbanei Yitz Yisrael says when it says, th- whatever it says in the Mishnah, three, three means Bedavka. That's the way, the, 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 the way Panei Moshe explains it. So therefore, both in the case of Zimun and in the case of Diana, when it says three, it's three only. There's no Zimun of two and there's no Beitin of two. However, Rav Hunar of Shmuel, view, um, of, of Bnei Babel, view the Mishnah with some level of flexibility. I mean, it sounds, it seems to be like three is L'Chachila, maybe two is Bediyevet, if you like. So that, in other words, with benching shnaim, with benching is reshut. Also, if if shnaim shedanu dinahem din, or dinam din. Okay, that's again another alignment of machloket. Let's look at the next machloket. Here we have a three-way machloket of benching. We're going to align it with something else as well. Let's have a look. Next chart. Okay, Rav Rav Chuna Amar Shlosha Shaachlu Zebit Neatzmo Bezebit Neatzmo Bezebit Neatzmo. In other words, three people individually ate on their own. Venit arvu, and then they come together. Can they bench one, with one another? And Mishnah says, mezamnim. They can bench with one another. They can make a zimun. They ate completely separately. And, they, um, and the Mishnah said, according to Rab, sorry, Rab Huna, that he can, uh, they can bench together and make a zimun. Rav Chista says, not exactly. Rav Chista amar, vehen shabal mishlosha chavurot. Meaning, yes, they can join, but they have to have come from other groups already such that they had a chiyuv of zimun. 
meaning they're in an environment, they're Yotzer from an environment that a Chiyuv of Zimon. That's why they can combine together and make him a Zimon now because they came from, they already had a Chiyuv Zimon on them. Okay? Um, fine, doesn't matter. And the next Shita says, no. Aldata Rebbe Zei Zeira V'chavrutei We'll see who Chavrutei is in a minute. No, he says, forget it. A chiyuv zimun is only if three those three people eat together. I don't care if they ate and had a chiyuv elsewhere. It's only when they're together. Now, what's the chavrute? Who the chavrute here? Marafulda says quite simply as follows. He says, chavrute is hainu rabiasa lakish. Who are they? They are, if you go look at the previous map, look at their b'nai Yisrael. Meaning just as with B'nai Eretz Yisrael before, when it said shlash, shlosha, when the Mishnah says shlosha, shlosha is the davka, so too here, when it says shlosha, sha'achu ke'echad, also you have to look at it, the davka. Meaning the chiyu v'zimun is only chal when three people eat it together. So that's why it makes sense to say b'chavrute. Okay? Fine. Um, so that's, that's a three-one machloka we see here. In other words, so we see the chat quite clearly. Tlosha Achel Zebifnei Azelvi, three people ate separately. Rav Chuna says you can make a Zimun together. Rav Chisa says, well, it depends. You have to have had a Chiyuv, if you like, come from a place of Chiyuv that, that came with Chimuch Haburot. And Rav Zira says, no, absolutely not. You couldn't make a Zimun. It's only if they actually ate together. Hensha Achel. Okay, that's like uh, the B'nai Eretz Israel. Now, very interestingly, what the Gemara continues, he says, this seems to align with, uh, we can learn this to another halacha. So again, um, it says as follows. According to this, let's give it a bit. I skipped a bit. Let's get it. Based on Shit Rabchuna, which is the first one that says, even if they came three different, uh, three, three different people on their own, they could still join if they didn't eat together. If that's, we say so, he built Shlosha Ezovot. What are the Ezevot referring to? This is talking about for Mechatat. As we know, if someone, what's the whole process of Paraduma? If someone's Tamimet, what they do is Metika, the ashes from the Paraduma after it's burnt, those ashes are taken and placed on Maim Chaim, on spring water. And that's now what's called your Mechatat. We've discussed it previously. What happens is to purify an individual, you don't just pour it on the head, you get three hyssop branches. Um, it's like agudat ezot bundle, if you like, and it's dipped in this mechatat, and it's used to sprinkle on an individual. What we learned from we're saying here, you, you know what you can learn from laws of benching? You can learn halachas or laws of zimun. You can halachas to the laws of um, spring, me, um, sorry mechatat being tarmet or hazayat mechatat, right? To to um, when you're trying to purify an individual. In other words, according to Rav Chuna, what could you do? You can in, immerse. Each of these branches individually, and they bring them together, then you can sprinkle it. Now, that's provided that they're brought together as a bundle at the end, it works. That seems to parallel what the individuals happen to be eating alone, but despite the fact, it, as, sorry, as long as they come together at the end, you've got a chiyosim. Rav Chista would say, Amar, that's only if they came, each of these three branches came from existing three bundles. In other words, it has to have, if you like, a Shem Chavila, Chal on the individual branches, and then it would have worked if you immersed them individually. That seems to align with his Shitter invention. 
the provider that came from a chavura that had a chiyuv of zimun, yes, then they can come individually together and combine and make a new group of individuals to make a zimun. However, al dat de according to Shittar Rebzira, who again, it's bedav kasbi chavila, he says, no, again, bechavrutei, which we said was Rav Yasser, Rav Yochan, Rav Shimon, and Akish. That's only if they were actually immersed together, which is again very much aligns with the, the Zimun. It's only if they actually ate together do we have this Chal Shem of a Chabura, or here, Chal Shem of this Chavila, of this bundle for Chavila, uh, um, so Agudat, I should say, Agudatezo, not Chavila, Agudat, this bundle of Agudatezo. Okay. Now the Gemara says, one second, if you say for one second, aren't these completely two different universes? One is one is benching. You're talking about uh, immersing a azov for matari individual. The contributing worlds of Allah. We says no. We do that. That's allowed. It says if you say we see that actually that's the case. That we can draw conclusions from two different worlds of Allah from one another. And where is this? And this is I think what I think is wonderful here is this is where we come to the intersection between daf yomi mishni and our learning of, um, of uh, Yerushalmi together. Why? Because we see what the Gemara does is now brings a, we learn from, we're learning uh, Mikvah now in Mishni Yomit. We, we, we bring a limit from Mikvah to prove a din in Hilchot Sukkah, which we're doing in Duff. So that's a We see that the Rabbanan, they were learning, it was Kaim, they were learning Hilchot Sukkah and they're trying to bring a proof from Titanirok. Now Titanirok is very uh, viscous sort of clay or mud. And there's a discussion in the Mishnah, we learned Mishnah, but exactly how viscous is, how do you measure it in terms of how, uh, let's say, uh, liquidy it is. But uh, that can be, um, I'm sure you've already learned Mishnah, so it's fine. So, it says there, if someone had a, had a, had a distance from the Dvanot of Shloshat Fachim, we know airspace of free Fachim from Dafyomi, it's a problem, make Psula. If it's less than that, less than three tfachim from the wall, then we say it's kesheira that would be fine. And here we're talking about kesheira, even though that avir is coming to mashlim, Rav Chaim says, a minimum size sukkah of, of, um, of seven tfachim. Okay? So you don't have seven tfachim of sach. You might only have five tfachim of sach, but that then you've got two tfachim of air, it can become a mashlim. Okay? So then we continue. So the question is, can we sleep underneath it, under that airspace? So ben titani rok. Ah, I'll bring you a proof from the world of mikvaot. Titani rok. We know the very liquidy uh, mud is mashlima mikvah. That's one of the dvarim that's mashlima mikvah. Meaning, if you've if you've got uh, let's say uh, thirty nine seah of 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 kosher mikvah water. And one sayer of this uh, liquidy, uh, like it's all muddy in a section of it, then we say that's mashal in the mikvah. You've got the minimum size of sayer and you can immerse in the mikvah. However, the ain mat bilimbo, but you don't immerse in it. So therefore, you can see something can be mashlim, but still we don't in mikvah immerse in it. So too, afhacha, mashlim the even though the airspace at the top that's less than three tfachim can mashlim the sukkah. And also the Enyashnim Tachta, but we don't sleep underneath it. In other words, you can, what the, what, the, the, what the Gemara is trying to do is you might think these are such a remote areas of halacha, but no, the world of halacha is intertwined. You can draw parallels from, uh, from different areas of halacha, um, and the, the world of halacha is far more interconnected than we, uh, than we imagine. Okay.
that's at a very high pressure shot level. I'm sure if you learn this, but you know, go much deeper than that, but uh, let's continue. Three people that uh, happen to eat uh, together. And one guy wants to leave. To be Rav Amri, they say, what? Now, this is one of the first halachas you learn in Yeshiva and eating Kadarochel. People eating together, and one guy wants to already go to the base midrash, and other people are still schlepping along and eating. And they've got a chi of a zimon. So the question, what do you do? Um, and can, in other words, I don't know, that if one person from memory, he said, you, you can't obligate them to bench, but if one of the mentioned the king says, can you, can, you, can you please, can I do a zimon? And they say, sure, go ahead. The question is, what is this bracha rishona? How much do they have to hear him say before he can, um, before before they can continue eating, and he can just bench the rest on his own? So in other words, he'll so first time the Ezul Bracha Rishona, debate Rav Amri. The Beit Rav says Zu Birchata Zimon. Birchata Zimon is just Rabotai Navarech. They they respond, and the and once they've done the, the response, they can just he, he can continue bench on his own. However, Zir B'Shem Rav Yirmiya says no. He has to say not just Rabotai Navarech. And etc. But he has to continue all the way to the end of what we would call the first bracha. That's bracha rishon. Okay. Rav Chalvu Barachanam B'Shem Rav says Zehazan Etakol as well. The whole that whole first bracha. By the way, also in benching, that's why we meant to say if you if you're not singing it out loud, the person who does zimun is meant to say the whole first bracha aloud. But we'll get to that point in a minute. So Heitiv Rav Sheshet Bahamatni Templigi. We happen to have a, a brighter that's cholam. Why? Shneim or Shlosha Chayevim Berbekata Zimun. Arba law. What is this talking about? So you have to look at like, all the Mephashim explain it uh, pretty much the same way, but I'll read it. We, I'll read it from Rokhaim. It says, meaning, perish. Let's say each of the individuals don't know how to do the full benching. Each of them know one of the brachot in benching. What we say, they have to do benching together. Each person can what? Can say one the bracha he knows and might see the other people. However, and then the benching effectively through Shemak on all the brachas, if you like, they effectively done all the benching, all three brachot. Also, if two people are kind of need to do benching, one knows one bracha, the other person knows two, they can do it together. Then it says, but it's four law. Why? Meaning, assuming at this stage, Birkatamon is a three brachot, like we've normally been saying, let's just put aside, let's put aside Hadov um, um, And it means that if you've got, if you'd only be able to do full benching with four individuals, then you couldn't. Why? Meaning, let's say two people know two brachas and two other people only know half a bracha each. That doesn't work. Because you can't be moitzer person half a bracha. In other words, you have to have each person knowing a full bracha. It wouldn't work. That work. So we say, now the Gemara says, so um, in Tema, I'll just do a little bit more. In Tema, Zimon is because Zimon Rishona, Nini Arba. And if you say Berkatam is Zimon, is a bracha bifne at small. Then you'd have Eshkechan. You'd find Eshkechan Tani Arba, the even four. Meaning, if we don't view from the Zimun to end of Azanatakol as one bracha, but we view it as two brachot, then you could split with four people. First one does Zimun, the second one does Azanatakol, the next one does uh, Allah Aretz, another, uh, I missed, and, and the final one does um, 
uh, does the uvenei, like Rachem. You got four brachot there. The fact that the Gemara says it's with three yes, four no, must mean what? I read, I read the rest of Rachem. Elishma minad bracha da zimun chad bracha hi imazanat akol. Bekatas mizun is all part of brachat imazanat akol. It's all all flows together. It's not we we. It's not like we've said zimun and now we say the first bracha benching. It's actually one flow. And that's why I said that's when you when you lead a zimun, you meant to say the zimun in, including the whole first bracha out out out, out loud. Um, and I think in, in days gone by, when people had the concentration, they would be able a, even be able to be quiet and just say amen after the first bracha and then continue. Bench. But uh, I'm not going to get mixed up in halacha now. Anyway, okay. So that's the first way of understanding the sugya. Um, uh, uh, we will, uh, and the Gemara continues discussing this uh, tomorrow. Okay. I just noticed there's been five chat messages I've missed. Sorry. Is it still relevant? My last question is definitely relevant. What's happening in that Zimun is a Baracha? That only Zimun is a Baracha. How can you talk, oh, you can talk about it as a Baracha? Rabois and Nevore, Hisham Hashem Mevoich, Meatrat Oilam Zel. Hisham Hashem Mevoich, Meatrat Oilam Zel. You're saying it's a Tvila. It's not Baracha. It doesn't start with Baracha. It doesn't end with Baracha. Unless Baracha benches, but that's something else. Um, unless you say the bracha echat means just simply the first tefillah. You uh, that, no, bracha echat till azan asakol, I understand, but if you want to... No, no, bracha, no, that's what I mean. Hishem Hashem Tavalan is building Hashem. I'll follow it up later, but um, I think that's what the heaven is. Because it says, Nebrech Shachal Numishalot, right? Nebrech Shachal Numishalot, it's a bracha. That's where Marafol dimensions it. Okay. Was there other questions there that I missed? Mine, mine has been solved. Okay, just there. That's all that matters, right? No. Hello to everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs>